Hello, my loves. Welcome to your weekly forecast for January 22nd to the 28th, 2023. It is our first week of Aquarius season, our first week of the first lunar cycle of the year, and things are actually starting to move forward now as we move into this week and the moon begins to wax. Mercury is direct, Mars is direct, and Uranus is now direct. So there's actually no retrograde planets in the sky at this time, which means that there's no major obstacles or roadblocks holding us back in the astrology, which is excellent news. And the main event of this week is a really beautiful one. It's Venus moving into Pisces on Thursday the 26th until February 20th. So Venus is exalted in Pisces, which means that it functions at its highest vibration in this sign. Venus loves being in Pisces, where it can just transcend the bullshit and flow freely towards whatever feels good and right. Pisces is so expansive, and so this week can help us to dream bigger and see a bigger picture and become maybe a little more flexible in how we need things to be in our lives. So right now, there's a ton of air and earth in the sky. We have pretty much everything in Aquarius, Gemini, Capricorn, and Taurus. And so Venus and Pisces can bring some levity and maybe a little bit more ease and flow to life this week. This could be a week where socializing just feels a little bit easier or better and we can be maybe a little bit nicer to ourselves and everyone else. It can also be a little bit easier to idealize things and people and ideas. So just something you know, to note, this can of course serve us to a certain degree, seeing the world with rose-tinted glasses and being optimistic, but of course only to a certain degree, right? So as we move forward towards Valentine's Day and the season of love and romance, which this transit takes us through, something to be mindful of. You're thinking around all of those topics and themes. But look to your Pisces house to see where you can tap into some good feelings starting this week. Just some more fun, some more dreaminess. On Sunday, the 29th this week, the sun is forming a trine to Mars and also Mercury is forming a trine to Uranus. So we end this week with this boost for productivity and perspective and clarity in general. Things can really get moving towards the end of this week, in particular on the 29th. So the sun trine Mars fires up our ambition and our courage and like propels us to move forward on our intentions and be pretty assertive about it and since Mars is now direct in Gemini it's like we can maybe actually see the plans that we made in a more actionable way and summon the will to just get started on something we're ready to crush any obstacles or get out of our own way in our thinking in a way that might have been challenging before now, later that day, Mercury forms a trine to Uranus for the third and final time in the last couple weeks. So the first trine between Mercury and Uranus was on December 17th, before Mercury turned direct. The second trine was on January 8th. And the third and final trine between these planets is on Sunday the 29th. So we're arriving here at this final chapter of our three-part Mercury retrograde story and things come full circle here and we end up back at where we started around December 17th with more clarity and more understanding. So 
whatever it was that we started figuring out or trying to do around the 17th of December can now be complete and actually move forward. And this can be about a conversation that we were having, a contract that we were waiting to come through or something like that. Something can actually be wrapped up and made real now. So apart from that, a pretty quiet week, which gives us a chance to really find footing in this new direct motion energy as we move forward. Next week, the 29th to February 4th, the first week of February, the highlight is the full moon in Leo. The full moon in Leo technically arrives on the 5th, but the moon is going to be waxing its way to full, pretty much leading all the way up to the 5th and energy is going to be building and getting higher and higher from now until then so let's pull some cards for this week ahead our last week of january So we have the Seven of Cups, the Nine of Swords, and the Empress coming up for us this week. Venus in Pisces is perhaps a double-edged sword for us this week. It's going to be really important that we don't lose ourselves in the story and that our story stays empowering and mobilizing and not something that actually hampers us from moving forward and being experimental and exploring and staying grounded and not taking it all on ourselves. There's a risk here with the nine of swords and the seven of cups that we can get stuck in analysis paralysis because the universe does not want us to limit ourselves right now. And that is a beautiful thing. As we move forward into this week, there is no, you know, nothing truly holding us back from dreaming big and seeing the bigger picture and feeling good about it. Ultimately, feeling good about all of our options. Uncertainty can actually be something that is you know, freeing in a certain way, you know, knowing that we have lots of options. And it's important that we know that it's up to us, you know, to activate the blessings of this year. It's not about waiting for something to happen to make things clearer, you know, don't fear making a wrong decision, make, you know, fear making no decision at all. And with the Nine of Swords, it's going to be easy to talk ourselves into things and out of things if we stick around in our heads. But the Empress warns us, you know, that the power, the power in this week is staying connected to our physical bodies and actually checking in with, does this feel like a yes in my heart, in my gut, in my very corporeal self, as opposed to just does this feel like a good thought? You know, does this look good on paper? Do I want to do this for a reason that doesn't actually like come from my heart? You know, like the idea of doing something just to compete with some egoic drive, you know, inside of us. We, we don't want to do that with the Empress. It's about becoming even more fully ourselves and even more fully grounded into our values this is the card that's connected to venus in the tarot and so our values are really 
a highlight this week. Is this aligned with my values? Does this feel good for me? What is nourishing for me this week? We're letting go of an older fear, letting go of some older limitation, some mental block, really. And fearlessness can be a key word. It's really important that we're feeling any fear and doing things anyway. Because the only way to know what's going to work is to try things. That's what the Seven of Cups is all about. The Empress is so confident. You know, there's this deep confidence in their connection to abundance. They're so connected to the earth and all that it provides that they know that they will never be without. So check your scarcity thinking this week and know that, you know, <laughs> what, what would you do? If you just could not fail, you know, go there and make decisions with deep confidence that you don't need to act like you're in damage control before you have an actual reason to assess some damage, you know, be hopeful. We have the two of swords coming in for our fourth card here. So it's okay to not rush things this week, but know the difference between not rushing things and putting things off. Know that difference and know that in your body. Think for yourself this week and allow yourself your own internal processes. There's nothing wrong with waiting for more information to come through before you take some action, before you take some risk, some aligned action, but don't get so in your head that you're dismissing the nudges of your body. Like make sure that you're really balancing time in your body versus time in your mind this week. So let's pull an animal card, animal friend for the week ahead. Pleasure can be so mobilizing. Sensory stimulation can be so powerful. Feeling good in our bodies is really powerful this week. We are magnetic when we do what feels good this week. So what is nourishing? What nourishment will you prioritize this week? All right, we have groundhog spirit. Time to let go. So let's read the wisdom message for this.
Endings lead to beginnings and death is a part of life. So Groundhog Spirit is here to let you know that it is time to accept the natural ending of something that is no longer serving you. We love to hold on to what is familiar, but the new needs space to arrive so growth can occur. When Groundhog Spirit appears, it is the sign that there is something in your present situation that you need to let go of so that something new can be born, something that will far better serve you now. When Groundhog Spirit sees his shadow, he retreats to his den. So too might you yearn for a little time to say goodbye and transition into the new. However, change is coming and it is good. So let go of your resistance. Spring brings many blessings and what will die, what must die will be reborn in a new form that will be right for you. Life requires change and detachment. Say farewell to whatever once served you and get ready for something amazing to take its place. Spring spirit is already sending it your way. Spirit is already sending it your way, even if you can't see it yet. Trust it. Trust it. My love, sending you all my love for this week ahead and beyond. My new course, The Body and the Birth Chart, A Cosmic Guide to Feeling Your Best, is now available. This course is all about recouping energy, conjuring motivation, and living powerfully in 2023 and beyond. So it's four weeks, and during this four weeks, you'll explore four key placements in your birth chart that hold the keys to unlocking energy motivation, compassion, and empowering self-talk. So you'll work with your own birth chart and the introspective astrology of January and February 2023 to construct your own intuitive plan for achieving your health and energy goals this year and beyond. So the link to that is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you inside.